Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. And we'll start on one, two, and three. Welcome to Chant It Down. I'm your host, Loomis. This is Chant It Down Radio. ChantItDownRadio.com is the website. This is episode 221, The Invisible Trail of Death, part two. And it's uh, synchronicity that this interview landed on that number 221. Because 21 is the year they rolled out those shots in the 21st century. And the number one in 2021, to me, represents a needle. And we're we're back again dealing with one of the biggest things going on on this planet. And that is the fallout from these vaccines. There's no denying that these shots are killing thousands at this point. And when I did part one, I said that people that I know personally who had gotten the shot seem okay for the time being. Now that has changed as even those people are developing health problems, minor to major. And you really can't ignore this anymore. It's happening everywhere. And it's a conversation that needs to be had all across the civilized planet. We talked about it more when I had Charlie Robinson on. And since then, the movie Died suddenly came out. And I went on a roundtable. And that's where I met today's guest, William Ramsey, who is up to nearly 30 parts of a miniseries he's doing called Bioweapon Blues. If you don't know William, he's a deep researcher, an author, attorney, a graduate in history from the University of California in Berkeley. He has written a slew of books like Prophet of Evil, Aleister Crowley, 9-11 in the New World Order, and many more, and producer of documentaries like The Smiley Face Killers, Occult Hollywood Volume 1, 9-11 in the New World Order, Aleister Crowley's Shadow Over Humanity, and a few more as well. A producer for the Ed Opperman Report for three years, lots of great works, and a real, ma- mo- real motivated man to get the truth out to the world. A true thorough, no nonsense investigator for the truth. Welcome to Chen It Down, William. Loomis, thanks for uh, the invite. It's good to be yeah. with you. Yeah, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing All right. well. How about you? I'm I'm doing as good as I can. I think I've heard. I didn't count ambulances before all this started, but I've heard about seven today just being here at home. So, wow. where where are you located? I'm in Honolulu. Oh wow, yeah, no, strange days, very strange days. It is. Yeah, we can't yeah, ignore. People are getting, yeah, people anymore. are getting sicker and sicker. They're, the people who did this are beginning to accept that they can't ignore it either, too. So, yeah. the CDC is starting to admit that people have been injured and. They're starting to give warnings out, which is very strange. It took them a long time, but it was really yeah. within the last month that they've been saying there might be myocarditis. We might study this, but that's then, only the public statements, you know. Yeah, and then there's the other people that are still beating the drum. There's still people that are out there, you know, saying, go get your shots, go get your shots. So it's it's kind of a uh, dual message out there and probably very confusing for someone who wouldn't know what was going on. I think if you watch TV, you'd be in a lot of trouble. Because yeah. you'd see that uniformity of, uh, you know, safe and effective, go get your shots, get your booster. But uh, even they're probably suspicious after they kind of changed the, uh, moved the goalposts and said, you'll just need a second shot. Oh, then you'll need a booster. 
And then you'll be bivalent. At a certain point, even the densest, least uh, circumspect person would go, hey, there's a problem here. I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, the snake oil treatment. So, but, and that's where we're at really is like, are you expecting people to take the vaccine? And it is the damage of, it's really not a vaccine. It's a gene therapy shot. Right. Granted, that's really what's in some of these shots. I think they're actually juicing the shots, which is why you have different batch lethality out there, which has been studied, studied and proven. So yeah. I don't think it's just a manufacturing thing. I think somebody's called Michael Leiden, who's a doctor, said it's an experiment within an experiment within an experiment. And that's what I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually that that's a question that I I um, thought about kind of after I got off that round table, we were on the black pill digest. Uh, you mentioned different batch numbers and lot numbers. And are, are there specific ones you know about that have been death shots or are there, there are certain ones that have done certain side effects or is it, is it kind of hard to know? No, I think that there are ones with specific batches. You can go to the website, how bad is my batch.com and check out your batch and what you've taken. So oh. definitely some are more lethal. Now, what the effects are, I think there's different effects. Honestly, I think some people are getting stuff that has more myocarditis. Some people are more maybe getting turbo cancer. But there seems to be different effects with different shots. And it seems to get worse the more shots you take. I think that yeah. was probably the plan of the bioweapon from, from the get-go. Yeah. And I really just kind of like realized it was a bioweapon because it wasn't doing any benefit. But it was uh, seeing the died suddenly on Facebook. And just, I mean, they had 300,000 subscribers within like two or three months with story after story after story after story of people telling their tragedies that are not being covered in the corporate media or the mass media. So the, the fact that this is a cover up or a kind of code of silence type thing is very disturbing. It's terrifying, okay. really, because you're at least the U.S. government should be on the ball. And that's the opposite of that. They're actually ignoring it. So all the federal agencies, the DOJ. Uh, Congress, I mean, there's very few, I can name a handful of people in Congress who are actually looking into it. You know, it should be much higher considering the amount of people who died. And the numbers are in the thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands. And then, you know, some of the, some of the researchers I've said, like one guy looked and said, there's a definite, it's not COVID that's killing people. It's not the supposed virus. The virus was gone in 2021. So the, all, everything that's come after that is just regular kind of flu or cold. So the pandemic is over. The real thing is the shots are what's killing it. There's a correlation between the shot rollouts and deaths in the U.S., India, anywhere, anywhere where these governments are keeping that data. So that, I think that's very important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't really ignore what's going on in the world anymore. This is a genocide. It, there's no doubt in my mind. And you sound like you have a, a great understanding of how the occult works with all your work and um, – they don't waste time or efforts. They close down the world over a virus with really a 99% survival rate. And the only way to get back to normal was to take this shot. So the way they went about this is they got people to do it to themselves. They left it up to their free will, and that's how they work. They tell people you know, to do stuff so they are less culpable in their minds. And is, is this the depopulation that they've been talking about for years in their writings, do you think? I think so. I think it's more accurate to call it depopulation and not eugenics. I think that they're getting rid of certain people, the poor people. Uh, some studies that I've read, the majority of people are getting hurt or dying or people in the lower economic sphere. And you can see the wealthy and the rich. Nobody seems to go down. Maybe Lisa Marie Presley or something. But it seems like there's a no politician that I know of has really gotten hurt 
as right. far as I know. Um, but yeah, I do believe it's the depopulation agenda. And uh, I think it's interesting that you go in as how much free will it was to take the shot because I really they got very sophisticated business consultants and behavioral scientists to figure out how to break down vaccine hesitancy. So what they did is made it part of your job. Now, if you're kind of running the new world order, you're an elitist, you know these people, you've got them over the barrel where they can only survive by getting a paycheck every week. So you know they're dependent on their job. You make that kill shot dependent upon you making money. So I think that's how they got over vaccine hesitancy. And then the force too. So mandate is just a, uh, a tested word probably in peer groups or like study groups uh, to be kind of softer than the word force. So mandate really is forcing people to do something against yeah. their will. And there wasn't informed consent. So they've broken all the Hippocratic oaths. They've broken the do no harm oath within the doctors and they've broken the Nuremberg Code. So any country that is in the world, those are all criminal acts. And uh, that should be treated as such because people didn't get the informed consent. One of the core things that they did to change is to change it, this experimental treatment, gene treatment to a vaccine. Two totally different things. It's not the same thing when you are encouraging your cells to create the spike pose uh, protein as opposed to putting a happy virus or something in your body to uh, create an immune response. So that in itself is fraud and deception. So these, I mean, people are starting to think literally, uh, very seriously about the criminal consequences, not only the civil consequences, which are immense, like the tort and the wrongdoing, but also the criminal exposure. I mean, it's everywhere. They're, I mean, they're, people are talking, I mean, I've heard to, like, I quote a lot. I try, actually, it's interesting you mentioned Charlie Robinson, because my first uh, episode of the Bioweapon Blues, I put two people in there as references, which was one of Charlie Robinson's shows. And also somebody who I follow a lot is Naomi Wolf. And she yeah. says, just said within the last week or two, she's much smarter than me, very intelligent, uh, credentialed person. She said there's going to have to be hundreds, if not thousands of people arrested to get to the bottom of what's going on, like whole agencies and things like that. So we're in kind of a new environment uh, that the U.S. has never really ever had to face. And all the countries in the world really have never had to face, actually. So. No. So would you think that there would be a Nuremberg trial too? Like, would there be a Nuremberg? Uh, I mean, this has violated everything that you just said. I mean, you would think that it would happen. And then the elites who are such big planners, they like to plan decades out in to advance. You would think that they would have a better backup plan, or do you think maybe this is part of their plan? Well, I think they're planning. They're planning right now in Davos. So all the bums and all the uh, monsters who were behind a lot of this stuff, this shot, are in Davos. Uh, they saw, I saw Borla there just the other day, this guy, the head of Pfizer. So they may be planning just another pandemic. I know that uh, Gates had this thing, contagion, something out. That, so oh, yeah. He's saying the next one's going to be worse. And then his henchman at WF said the same thing. So... I think that they may have a blueprint leading up to 2030, a full world change yeah. from the top down from the elites. And that should concern everybody. So it's kind of like, what's next? Are they going to roll out the next one? Do they have enough evil intent to actually harm a bunch of innocent people? And kids are dying now. They weren't dying last year, 
but this new rollout to give it to kids is really genocidal. So you're watching yeah. a genocide take place. And the, the lack of action by the DOJ and the FBI, and I don't know what Christopher Ray is doing at the WF thing, but they, this is a catastrophe that he should be involved in trying to figure out who's doing the wrongdoing so people can get arrested for murder. Instead, he's in Switzerland. That should say a lot to all Americans or all people in the world is that these uh, uh, law enforcement entities seem to be captured. They're not representing the people who've been injured. And the injuries in the U.S., I mean, some of the numbers for the injuries are uh, apocalyptic. They really are kind of end of the world where you're talking tens of millions of people injured wow. and, and millions of people killed. So. Yeah. Do you know people personally that have died from it? I've known people who know people who've died. They yeah. had, oh, I know. So like one of my mom's friends said, oh, my son, he must have, he had a secret heart problem. He said that back in 2021, but I know what it was. You know, yeah. you don't really, and these sudden deaths are very different. If you, like most people like have a glove, John has cancer, Bob has a heart ailment, but these people just drop dead. So I know that, I think that, I think that, uh, I think that some people in my family were injured, but they're, they're ascribing the illness to something else. Right. I don't really say about it. Um, do you, what's your story? I mean, you're in Hawaii. You're listening to all these EMTs. Do you know people in your family you think have died or have been injured from the shot? Um, not, no, not in my family. Um, but I, I live in a highly vaccinated place. They, they say here is 89% have had at least the first shot. Uh, that's a lot of people. And so I'm kind of looking at some of the first people who I knew that got the shot and it seems like they're not as healthy. Um, and well, I haven't known anybody specifically who has just died, but, um, I do, I just met a girl a few weeks ago, actually about a month ago. Uh, she works at a hotel. I was talking to her, um, just casually. And she said that she's about, I, I didn't ask her age. She's about 24. And she said, um, that she has heart problems and uh, that uh, she has to watch what she eats and she can't have coffee anymore. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, and it, and I was like, did this happen recently? She goes, yeah, it came from COVID. And I'm like, um, but she, that's what her doctor told her, but it really came after. And I figured out as I talked to her that it came after the shot. So there's one. And then another, another person I talked to on the phone about, last week told me that um he can't go surfing anymore because he has a heart problem and he says yes it's from the shot so he he uh wised up so some people are starting to have this conversation but it's it's still we're still far away at least over here from anyone realizing it they're still lining up for their some people are the older people are still lining up for their boosters and they're still they're still doing it <laughs> Yeah, the TV is very powerful. I think a TV is a real common denominator where people get their information. They're the ones mm. who line up to take the shot dutifully, thinking that it's great, listen to propaganda, safe and effective. Yeah. But uh, it's the oldest trick in the book. So you can see Fauci's on TV lying. Like, I will call him a liar. Like, that's a very serious accusation. He's clearly lying. He's lying about all kinds of stuff about how many kids died and why they have to roll out this kill shot to the kids. He is a genocidal, genocidal maniac. Yeah, should have been arrested a long time ago, and it's a total failure of the lead law enforcement community in the United States. You can just write that down. 
Uh, so um, he is lying about the lethality and all kinds of stuff, but he, uh, he seems, he, what they're doing is the same kind of gaslighting they did, in my opinion, of what they did for AZT and HIV. Yes. HIV was bad, but they get, AZT, AZT was a killer. And they said, oh, you just had HIV and died and scraped mm-hmm. them off and sold them the very expensive drugs. So I think the same thing is happening. They're actually in, it's, you're in kind of like a Michael Crichton novel, like coma, where <laughs> they intentionally cause the illness to make as much money off of you and then blame it on something else. It's that bad. It's like super greed, vicious levels of greed and murder at the same time, genocide at the same time. Yeah, you would think that the gay community would be um, knowing not to trust Fauci, uh, but I've never heard any, I, I don't really have any friends that are gay, like firsthand really, but like um, you would think that that community would have more of a uprising about getting these shots from knowing what happened in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, you would think, I mean, it's, I mean, I think the propaganda is good. I think they've it's, uh, probably perfected it over time. They understood to censor people to go after, to use the federal government, to go after big tech, to kick yeah. all the good people off and drown them out, literally kind of drown them out of the public uh, arena so that these scientific debates could take place. They were elbowed out. So I think they knew from the beginning, if you go back to like Agenda 201, or what is it, uh, that thing that happened back in 2019, they were oh, talking right. about yeah, yeah information, misinformation, and disinformation. So they knew it back then. They knew what they were going to encounter. And interestingly, that, uh, what was it? I can't remember, 201 thing. The girl who was talking about misinformation and disinformation, a woman, was Avril Haines, who is also at Davos right now. So you've got all these people hanging out with each other who God only knows what they're doing, you know, behind closed doors. But they're probably planning the next step. It's yeah, well, I, I've spoken to a lot. Of, speaking of tabletop exercises and and um, uh, these of uh, these drills, I've spoken to a lot of people this year that are starting to say that this is the year that the truth is going to come out about these shots, and it seems like it kind of is. But if we're following anything like the spars tabletop exercise, then it's pretty much following it verbatim. I mean, there was a point in the spars tabletop exercise where uh, the the general public knew about the shots and we just called them heroes or something like that. You know, the people that took the shots, but um, I don't know if if you're seeing that too, if that, if we're kind of matching up with that, that one. I have looked through the spars document. The other thing I, it's called event 201. Event 201. Yeah. 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 But there's been some other ones is what uh, dark winter. There's been some other weird things going on. Yeah. But I don't know how similar they're holding on, but they clearly, those are just the ones that came to the public, right? So it'd be scary to see what they're doing behind closed doors and some of these corporate boardrooms and things like that. Like I know they've had and hired very sophisticated business uh, consultants. McKinsey's probably one of the top business consultancies in the world who get paid real money to solve problems. And they were involved and they're proudly displayed on their website. They were involved in breaking down what they thought was vaccine hesitancy. But imagine if you're like the bond criminal, you know, they're working. They don't know what they're putting into place, but they're putting into place a, a huge genocidal kill off. So um, I think that uh, my point is, is that there's probably 
they're probably seeing documents and inside. It was interesting because uh, I was, uh, I've had a couple interesting shows. Uh, yesterday, yesterday I talked to Sam Cheney about the death protocol. So that's one of the whole things is inside these hospitals are killing people off. Right. But I also talked to yeah, John Brisson of We've Read the Documents about um, Peter Thiel's company, Palantir, which is a huge data mining com- uh, company. It's really a data analysis company as well. And so I'm watching this thing yesterday with Albert Borla, one of the people who should be arrested for murder. He's walking around in Davos and he walks right by the Palantir company offices. You can just see Palantir right behind him. So they're clearly trying to enlist the services of these elites. And I think what they're doing is enlisting these services to give them real-time granular data about what goes on anywhere. So I think that those batch numbers in the effects and what's going on and what the test within the test. I bet somebody either in the government of the U.S. or some of these corporations know the full measure of the what they're doing, that it's not random. And that's really what should scare you, is that they probably have a very sophisticated type spreadsheet where they know where the batches are going, who they want to kill off, who they want to save. Because here in L.A., it doesn't seem like people got injured as much, which is weird. Like nobody in my close circle got injured but and then some places like in kentucky like or tennessee whole families have been wiped out like literally uncles and things they're just gone well that's interesting there's there's nobody to tell their story they're all dead that's interesting well this is something i thought about a long time ago when they were putting rolling out these shots as i go how why why would they want to kill off their most obedient people that are lining up for these shots i i i thought about that a long time ago like why why would they want to kill off basically the the liberal left uh part of politics it seems that really went for this not saying that others didn't but those people seem to have lined up the quickest and been the the biggest uh people that defended it and now um it sounds like just like you in LA here in Honolulu, I mean, we're 89% vaccinated, but I'm not seeing lots of people dying off and same with you. So it, you know, batch numbers. Yeah. Batch numbers. I don't know. I don't have that top down view and the government is trying to keep people from coming together. That's why they took, I think that's one of the reasons why they took died suddenly out is because they didn't want people to come in and share notes and actually get a top, a higher level analysis of what's going on. Like what, demographics have been hurt there's been this guy denis rancor you can look him up i've been communicated with him but he's done certain things he says some of these things in the south have higher than average deaths so it's like hot spot in mississippi alabama georgia that area right and so that's scary yeah i mean really scary numbers he's put out scary numbers too that like once the vaccine rollout happened in india it killed 4.7 million people so those are huge numbers. Yeah. Those are huge numbers. Just in India. Yeah, that's that's and, massive. And, yeah, massive numbers. And McCullough has come out and said he thinks that globally it'll be like another World War II of deaths so wow. far. Yeah. So I, we don't even know what the long-term damages or consequences of this thing are. But they yeah. say, some people have said within three to five years, you're all, all the people who've taken the shot will be dead. But then other people have said, the real peak is at about five months. So if you make it past a year, you're kind of in the clear. Uh, so that's what I've heard. And that well, seems to be the case because I see people just in my, my peer group family who've taken it 
and you wouldn't even know they're sick. So maybe something will happen three years down the line, but there seems also seems to be certain foods and certain things that break down the effects of the spike protein. Bromelain, natokinase, NAC, all these precursors and things like that break down these bad proteins. And also, uh, rem, uh, not remdesivir, ivermectin gets rid of it too. So oh, you can, you can, yeah. So you can, if people have taken this, you want to go to the FLCCC uh, website. That's Pierre Corey, and he has the full uh, protocol there. So if you know anybody who feels concerned, you can do it in autophagy, fasting. Uh, seems to, uh, they say people have had positive responses. Some people don't respond, but NAC is like a precursor to certain things in, in your, like, energy stuff. But uh, what's it? Like when the cells, mitochondria need energy. Okay. I'm not a, not a scientist, but that's just what I've read. So that may be one of the reasons why not everybody who takes it dies, right? It's because they're doing something. Alcohol gets rid of the graphene oxide. So the graphene oxide that's in there and all this other stuff, if you're a drinker, you're going to break that down easily. So you might want to start taking a couple shots of vodka. You might want to become an alcoholic. <laughs> you probably, if you haven't become one already, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> According to the last three years, which, yeah. uh, you know. Well, anyway. Yeah, we have this um, long-term thing that none of us know about yet. The possibility of the spike proteins endlessly producing in these people's bodies. Um, I think it was... Um, uh, what's his name? Malone, Robert Malone, uh, said that th there's no shutoff switch. So that means that they never built one in into this. So the reality of a long-term genocide seems plausible unless someone got saline. Uh, in other words, but basically the immune system is attacking itself with these spike proteins. So we haven't really seen that yet. We've we've seen just the short-term and the semi-long-term effects. But then again, like you said, there's so many batches and different things that they're doing that it's hard to it's hard to really wrap your head around that one, too. Totally agree. So don't know. I mean, what I can tell is that, like, if you take four or five shots, you're in much worse shape than taking two. Oh, yeah. And so you I mean, you can just t you can just see just the anecdotal. The other the other movie that I would recommend also is Anecdotals. That would be a good one. Her name is Jennifer Sharp. She's the director. But she's just going through and showing that a lot more people were injured than they're, they're, they're coming out in public. So, anecdotal, But anecdotally, people are taking two shots and have no effects and nothing. But, yeah, it does. And I think it goes back into the entire vaccine schedule because these vaccines or these shots are also causing this autoimmune dysfunction that this mm -hmm. shot is causing. So you have to be suspicious of all the shots. And you can't trust these people with what's in the shots anymore. No. No, on any shot, uh, they want to take a bivalent or a trivalent shot. That is so crazy. And the testing, like this, is really exposed how shoddy that and manipulated the testing is. It's like unbelievable what they really did. Like they took people out of the tests when when people died. They just didn't include them in the final statistical data. Like it's just off the charts. Yeah, it's totally criminal. It's, I mean, and, and that that brings up the whole story of like, what are our what are we paying taxes for? We're paying taxes so that the government agencies that have been infiltrated and corrupted can kill a bunch of kids because that's what's happening. Right. They, we haven't seen the kids yet. Well, now that this shot is coming out, it depends on how many parents 
give this kill shot to the kids, but... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. I'm starting to see more and more seven-year-olds and ten-year-olds. Oh, that's that's terrible. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it's mass murder. At this point, they should have put a stop to it. There's so many warning signals that at this point it's genocide. Yeah, well, I saw, I was in line at a, um, we have Long's Drugs over here, which is a CVC place. But I, I, I go there for, they, they have like some, ra- all kinds of random stuff there. I got some shampoo or something, but I was in line and uh, this lady in front of me, two people in front of me, she had a baby and the lady's like, oh, I like your baby. And she was like, oh, yeah, he's a little upset. He just got his COVID shot. But, you know, it's worth it. And I was looking at this poor baby. I was just thinking, oh, I can't believe you did this to your child. But, you know, I I, I can't even believe that um, someone would be that brainwashed. But, you know, it, it's, it's still happening. So I guess we'll see what it's happens. TV. Yeah, it is. TV. The biggest. And that shot, I mean – they just had another study out of Stanford. This guy, Ionides, I-O-A-N-I-D-D-E-S. He has a Greek last name. But he said that the actual what they're calling COVID is actually less lethal, lethal than the cold. So what they're, they just totally propagandized people into thinking that this thing was lethal. And they're still doing it. And then I talked to Dr. Reed Sheftall, credentialed guy, doctor, does surgery. He said that the entire COVID thing ended in 2021 like it burned through the entire population and, and mccullough says the same thing as well peter mccullough that everybody's zero positive so they just need to pack it you know it's just all propaganda it's all lies to make money and kill people yeah it's just uh, it's totally criminal right now i'm curious because in your, in your research have you figured out what real covid was because in most cases it was the flu rebranded at least there with the pcr test but i think there was in my experience something else going on that people were really sick with i don't know what but i I don't know if you've ever figured out any of that well i do think that there were there was gain of function research i think that's proven that that was going on in Wuhan. i don't think it obviously wasn't zoonotic i've talked to very intelligent people who know that stuff and that it didn't it had to gone through so many steps to become what it was and they can figure out uh, what a what a virus looks like so viruses do exist it's not some conspiracy theory so this virus had the spike protein and this kind of thing that attached to certain part of, of the human cells and that was gain of function so i think that that was the one that they're calling covid However, I think that there might have been other things going on that were out there. I got the sickest I was in my life in early 2020. I was laid out for a week. 
Oh, you couldn't wow. stop coughing. Yeah, it was a, some kind of uh, bug. It wasn't, um, you know, food poisoning or bacteria. It was some kind of viral bug. But uh, yeah, it laid me out. And that might have been something else. So they might have had just a release of all kinds of stuff out of there. They're just calling it COVID and it's a huge cover up. So, yeah, uh, I do believe that there was a real illness, but they just intentionally mismanaged it and made people die. Like with these death protocols, bad drugs, remdesivir, remdesivir yeah. more information, mm-hmm. pushing towards this vaccine, which they could make billions off of and ignoring drugs that were generic that they couldn't make any money off of. So it was a huge money grab. And they walked all over Trump and they walked all over Biden. Like you, the uh, executive part of the U.S. government just sat on its hands. So uh, I think, you know, I've said that probably at a certain point, Fauci was the most powerful person in the American government. <laughs> and he, he, was a sna- he was a great snake oil salesman, in my yeah. opinion. Like, I think uh, he lied and he's still a liar and he's still lying. And people yeah. are dying and kids are dying. So uh, they're very malevolent, evil people. Oh, yeah. There is a picture. I'm sure you've seen it where he's hanging out with Bill Gates Sr. And uh, David Rockefeller, I think, is in the picture. And just everybody that loves eugenics, basically. Yeah. he's. I've he's, seen him with Gates, but I haven't seen him with David Rockefeller. But it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I, there's a whole bunch of people in this one picture. Um I, I can't recall, but even some, I think even somebody, some, one of the royalty, British royalty, but yeah, they're all, they're all hanging out. They're all, they're all friends. Yep. King Charles's dad said he wanted to be a virus to get rid of people. So that runs in oh, yeah. that family. Yeah. The, yeah. The Windsors or whatever, the Sachs, Cobra, Gothas. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Charles, they're all wrapped up with Epstein, all this kind of weird stuff. So nothing would surprise me. No. And they, I think that even in the UK, some of the people, like the, the opposite of what you would think. So instead of being a hero and saving lives, the people who rolled out the, the kill shot to their own public, to their own public and killed people off got knighthoods. So King Charles is giving people who uh, promoted this genocide and this kind of uh, shot rollout knighthoods or like some kind of title while the people, the good guys who are trying to keep people from, getting this toxic jab or getting, you know, censored, losing their jobs. Yeah. Being, yes. So you mean you got knighted, like, as they call him, sir and yeah. madam or something. Yeah. That's yeah. Ridiculous. So and that's what the King does. So that's how he kind of increase or maintains his power over the landed gentry there. Right. Yeah. Going back to uh, William the Conqueror, 1066. So all those landed gentry, that's kind of the solid thing that keeps the whole King, empower all these other kind of lords and uh, landowners and things like that with titles because they yeah. want to be part of the title system there. Totally different than the U.S. So it's definitely not a meritocracy in uh, the U.K. No, uh, no. Yeah, it's a different, but yeah, they're pro, they're pro eugenicists. And I think they've always been kind of eugenicists and uh, depopulation. Oh, depopulation yeah. isn't anything new. Some of these wars are clearly depopulation wars. If you look at like the Crusades, one of the last crusades was a depopulation crusade. Like uh, Peter the Hermit and the Pope at that time deliberately told people to go to uh, the New World, I mean, go to Middle East to fight because Europe was just teeming with people. They had too many people, so they just sent them off to die. And uh, I forgot what the name of that crusade is. So these oh, things, yeah. I mean, and you can see like, uh, uh, you know, popular people getting shipped off to Australia, Botany Bay 
for the U.S. as a way to, you know, get rid of the pressure of population in certain places, particularly the U.K., right? So you can get rid of your criminals and get rid of people who are oh, yeah. dead. I've never viewed it that way, but yeah, that can make sense too. So I heard another side of this and I, I thought I'd run it by you. I had on a few episodes ago, Ilana Freeland, who is, uh, you may know. Um, I, I interviewed I, her, yeah. I've interviewed her. Okay. Yeah. And I love her work. And she mentioned that she doesn't believe that it's a plan to kill off many people, basically eugenics, um, but it's transhumanism. And I disagree a little because I, I feel that they are trying to kill off, but she may be partly right too. And she says the reason people are dying is because their bodies are not adapting to the te- technology that they're trying to put into the shots. I don't know what you make of that. Well, it could be the case. I mean, I, I've seen so many videos of weird magnetism and right. like numbers. And they, like, if you look at through x-rays, their arms are literally beeping. So they may have just been put into some kind of Internet of Things, like uh, without their consent at all. That's another non-informed consent. But they could have just done that without hurting anyone, right? So there's some kind of malevolent intent when people are getting injured or dying. So, like, they could have just given people a saline with some kind of reassembling nanobot and just, okay, that's it, you're gone. So I think that the the, the fact that people are dying in droves and that they're not paying attention, attention to it means that there's a mens rea, there's like an evil intent to hurt mm-hmm. people. So I think that I would disagree with her. I think part of it is transhumanism. I think they're definitely yeah. transhumanists, and they talk about that, and even Schwab talks about that, and Harari talks about that. So... You're just yeah. kind of at the cutting edge of technology. They're one generation, at least one generation ahead in technology than what we see in the retail stuff. So uh, reassembling nanobots. Oh, this guy, Charles, I forgot what his name was. He was arrested. He was working with the Chinese. He was a professor at Harvard, I think, in, in Massachusetts. But uh, he was working on reassembling nanobots. So that's what people may be uh, get, you know, getting some of their shots. I don't know. I wouldn't. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen anybody kind of turn into a half man, half robot yet. No. But I, like I said, there's an experiment within an experiment. Think of the power of these people. If you've got all these subjects coming in, and you want to do a test, and I mean, it's it's crazy to think that they would roll all that out with batch numbers and not follow the effects. Like you, it's so easy these days with computers and databases. They can tell exactly all that stuff. And it actually should scare the living daylights out of people because it's not just this one event. It's all the batches that people have taken over time since they were children. Right. So think about like if all that's in the database in your blood type. So somebody at the government, somebody at the NIH in a secret section, maybe Fauci knows exactly not only people's dossier of their lifetime with their grades, but what shots they've taken and what effect it's had on their health. Right. Like they may know that and it's not public. That should yeah. scare people. Yeah. That should, yeah, because not it's not just these vaccines that are bad. I mean, they've been bad for a long time. They've been giving, giving right. kids autism, and um, uh, they've been. <clears throat> I think there, yeah, there was a study that said that this guy went through and compared non-shot kids. A lot of these vaccines do not prevent harm, but mm-hmm. he took a, a, a difference between people who didn't get the shot and the kids, and everybody who was on the vaccine schedule had all kinds of allergies 
and ear infections and, you know, just minor things. And he says that's all traced to the shot schedule. So they've been involved in depopulation for decades. And this is just it coming into the fore where a much more aware populace is like, hey, my family died, my kid died. So now I'm in on this, you know, I want to understand what they're doing. And it shows like, a, like I said, a malevolent hand, secret hand that is tinkering around like a mad scientist with humanity. It's terrifying. Like these are the, I mean, and it, Gates and Fauci, they're moral reprobates. Like you could tell they would be able to do that kind of stuff. Like they're, these are not the upstate. Gates is just like a tech person. He's the, he does, you know, he's, he's looking at his return on investment. He wants yeah. to make money off the vaccines. He doesn't care about your health or people's health. No. He wants, no. yeah, he wants to make money. He's made billions off of this. Like that was his intent. So, if, I mean, that's what's really scary is you have a non-government actor incentivizing and involved in rolling these shots out to make money. So what's he going to do to get everybody pliable? He's going to get the business consultants. He's going to get the behavioral scientists. He's going to get them to get people on there so he can make his tens of billions of dollars from the government. Like there's a wealth transfer of like half a trillion dollars associated with COVID. And it all went up. All the money went up to the top. It didn't get oh, yeah. distributed yeah. to the average Joe. So you have to give them credit. Like they were, uh, it was like a, a kind of new kind of warfare against the people to make the rich richer and then kill off the people at the same time. It was and a I think success. That, yeah. Yeah, it was a success. Absolutely. I would have to actually kind of, I mean, it was evil as hell, but mm-hmm. it was a success. But that's actually a component of like the like the Holocaust of the Nazis, too. It was to kill them off, but they took all those people's wealth as well. So they took gold. They took all their belongings. They, they, they melted the gold down. They put it in banks. So it was a component. So maybe this is the kind of the same thing where they, they know they're going to kill them, but they want to make money off them at the same time. Yeah, it was a restructuring and... It it goes. It reminds me of when George H. W. Bush made his New World Order speech, and he says, "We will have this New World Order." It wasn't even like we. It, it, he was certain, you know. And they do know the the crowd mind, and they do know how to make people do what they did. I was very surprised, to be honest, in 2020 when everybody reacted the way they did. I, I even people that I thought knew the truth just uh, decided to cave in and go ahead and and even get the shot i was really surprised by the reaction of people that i knew that i thought knew better so they the the propaganda was was highly effective yeah it was really was i believed it so i can't i wish i could say i was hip to it i was always suspicious especially when it's a very hard sell like they were doing like that should have that kind of tipped me off i had been in sales and sales support when everybody's trying to sell that a little bit like that just kind of made me queasy. Like they shouldn't even have to uh, force people on it because if it was such a benefit, it's your loss. If you don't get it right, you're going to die. Yeah. Well, they should. So that, and that tells you a lot about the people who won't talk to people about the shot. Cause if these guys were of such goodwill and had done such good, Anthony Fauci would be doing a ticker tape parade right down fifth Avenue in, in Manhattan. Right. And waving at everybody. Right. I'm your guy instead. He's got he's got security. They just found out that the, he said he left his job. They're keeping him employed so that he can maintain his million dollar a month security. That should tell you everything about what he did. Yeah. Because 
he does why would he need security if he was just a national hero and such a great guy and right. they're putting out propaganda about how great this was and it should scare you too as trump just said he saved 100 million lives today because of the shot and it's just a preposterous bunch of baloney so uh yeah those people who think trump is on your side you might want to go through a pretty uh brutal reappraisal of what you what he really thinks about uh American people. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as he did that, well, I never really liked him. Like, to be honest, I mean, there was times where I was like, well, well, the media hates him and I hate the media. So maybe, maybe there's, they're onto something, but I think it was just even a bigger trick to the right side of politics than Obama was to the left side of politics. It was a huge trick on the population. They still believe him, you know, but all you got to do is look at his, Operation Warp Speed. I mean that that should tell you something. He couldn't be that naive. I just I just can't buy it that he'd be that that naive that these shots are um, just. Well, it's going in this this lady. I have to go back and check her out. Sasha Latipova. She says that Warp Speed and all this stuff was just uh, something for public consumption because they had all of the things in place through the Department of Defense to roll out these shots in a very fast manner. And some people have criticized, how do they get billions of shots out that fast? Like, it should have been like a Manhattan Project. And she says, the fact, the reason is, is because all those things to get the shots out fast were already in place. So they had already prepped it, but they're not telling the American public. And it's mm-hmm. being a lot, the shot rollout was run by the Department of Defense. So the fact that everybody got shots at search and part and you could drive up and get your shot. That was all handled from a military perspective. And I, th- I don't think a lot of people knew that. I didn't no. know that. Well, so that's, a, that's another kind of part of the puzzle, part of the riddle. It's always been something like if something's really good for you and it has a lot of benefits, you're going to have to pay a lot of money for it. And here's this free thing. And that that's what really ticked me onto that. Like right away, I'm like, wait, they're giving it away for free? What? So that's that's you know, usually you got to pay a lot of money for some good treatment or some good cure to something. Not this one. And that, that, so true. yeah, that's very telling. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's dangerous. It's very, I don't I mean, like you said, I don't know how the next three or five years, I think 2023 will be a very grim year actually. Cause mm. people are walking around with subclinical myocarditis and yeah. injuries and kids and they, they're not getting uh, properly diagnosed. So, I think I don't think this year is going to be a good. And so, yeah, anybody who takes these, and I think you got to put everything in question about what the the government is putting in these drugs. Because I took, I saw a guy take another pill, and like they had graphene oxide in this other pill. I forgot what it was. So they may be juicing all medication, all medications with stuff. So it was crazy. Yeah. So he was taking the graphene oxide. He took a magnet, and there it was. In the saline solution, he was just, you know, it also was attracted to the magnet. So that may be the the overall transhumanism is that it's not just these shots; it's everything. It's all your uh, pills and things like that, pharmaceuticals, and meat too. Eat. They they they're saying they want to start injecting mRNA vaccines into cows, and uh, it's totally if, insane. Yeah, it's totally insane. We're in like another war. It's a World War Three. It's some kind of other kind of warfare. I didn't really understand 4G or 5G warfare, but 5G warfare perfectly fits. People can look that up. It's 5G. Yep. 
and a lot of people weren't prepared to have their own government fight them on the battlefield like that. So that's really what happened. This is like the government fighting a war against its own people. So yeah. it's it's almost like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's well, like it's crazy. They, they rolled out the 5G when everybody was in lockdown. That was another indicator that this is big. And, and I see these towers everywhere. And I think to myself, so I, I, I brought this up with Ilana Freeland, um, but I have a uh, electrometer and I went up to all these towers and they're not, they're not pinging my electrometer, but I've thought about the millimeter wave as a weapon system that the military has used. And it, if they turn it up, it can burn your skin. So it coordinates, coordinates you off in certain areas and if they we had some kind of uprising that's what my theory about those might be is that they turn those all the way on so we can't even leave our own neighborhoods or districts or whatever you want to call it kind of like the hunger games yeah that's possible they're starting to cordon people off in their own little subsidies right you don't get a car and you can you can get everything within 20 minutes and they're dissuading you from traveling so there there's a huge conditioning thing going on all over the world to get used to people used to bugs to poverty to uh no car no gas stove they're going to take everything away and throw you into neo-feudalism so that's really their plan and you see the people from the u.s government the wf whining and crying over there john Kerry, bonesman al gore it's interesting because yeah. two of the bums who laid over for george w bush uh in 2000 and 2004 are over there you know professing elite values all over the place so uh the enemy of the united states isn't russia it's within its own country the people who are attacking you are your yeah. own politicians and things and they're letting it happen they're not defending you they're treating you like a, like a competitive food eater treats a steak yeah. i think there was a really interesting book i read by peter bregan it was called uh, the covid scam or whatever they are the predators, you are the prey. I think that's accurate. I think it's really that true. I think these are a bunch of jackals and vultures and uh, who are just greedy by nature. They have so much money, but they just want, it's just a, it's the mentality of power and greed. It's never enough. It's just that you just keep being greedier and greedier. And then it's like the ultimate power trip, which is the power over life and death. So I think that's really kind of their thing is like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take your money and then kill you and your kids. So it's really that wicked. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What do you make of the head spinners? The people that are dying—they're—they're they're turning them in a circle. And they're, I, what is that all about? I guess you wouldn't know either, probably. But I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I mean, it's something. It's probably tied into this whole internet. Well, look at all those people. They're all on their phone or near their phone. It's mm. very interesting. They're holding their phone or something like that, or they're on the phone. So maybe that's the experiment with the experiment. Like they're getting a certain batch that is magnetized or it's susceptible to microwaves, right? Yeah. Um, and those those uh, cell phone towers are dangerous. They have to turn them off to work on them because they will sterilize a dude who gets up there for more than five minutes. So there's yeah. all kinds those contracts. You want to talk about corporate contracts. There's all kinds of indemnities and uh, denials of, of uh, culpability or whatever, of liability. In those yeah, people have to sign like I'm going to put this up there, but you'll never be able to sue me. You'll get 500 bucks a month for having the tower on your land, but you can't sue me for any health problems. 
Like that's in the contracts. So it's like you don't have to put that in the contract unless you know what it's there's a reason why right. that clause is in the contract, right? That that makes like sense. Can, yeah. Yeah. So those so put upgrading that. I mean it's a look at this whole event like as weaponizing already existent institutions, right? So the CDC maybe 30 years ago was actually working for the people, but somebody realized, hey, there's they're making they have a budget of $10 billion. Let's capture it with our people and weaponize it against the American people. The same thing with the cell phones. These are like trillions of dollars of investment in the whole cellular infrastructure just in the United States. I mean, who knows about the world? But think yeah. about some kind of malevolent Bond villain like uh, Schwab, Schwab or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, okay, what can we do to get in there? We get our own CEO in there and we put in an alternate technology and then we really can control the people because we can send out microwaves and then put something in their shot that will make them susceptible for um, beams that come through their phone. I don't know. You know, that may be the 5G. So those people who are spinning may have gotten some kind of weird shot. I don't know. But yeah. they I've never seen anything like that. It doesn't no. look like a standard stroke or uh, anything, any kind of ailment that I've ever seen. No, no, I've, it, no one's ever seen anything like this. Not at all. And and then all the athletes dying too. You got so many people dying that and well, like there's that Buffalo Bills player a few weeks ago. I mean, it's starting to just become mainstream. And yeah. I saw this video um last year. So yeah, twenty twenty two. And it was uh forty bodybuilders died um la- the since twenty twenty one or something. And you know, um the crazy thing was as I searched through the comments i'm like is somebody gonna say something about the vaccine i mean please they're all blaming it on steroids this never happened before and so it seems to me not just bodybuilders but any athlete they they get their heart rate up and they get heart attacks so if if any part of their plan is 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 where um i i guess now arenas of people are watching and even the, the, the normie of normies is going to is eventually going to go, well, what the hell's going on here? It's it's um, it's that is that is becoming mainstream. It's going to be very de- interesting to see people turn, you know, wait. And that's just one of the things. It's not just the injuries. It's also the infertility. So the women haven't yeah. seen the full effect yet. Like well, there's going to be a woman who's like 22 wanting to have a child. And the doctor says, you know, the inter- interior part of your uterus sloughed off four years ago. You're unable to have a child. Wait till that comes. Wait till the, the husband hears that. The howl of an infertile woman. Do, I mean, you'd hope you know, uh, that they, it happens. They find out much later than the, uh, close to the shot because maybe they'll think it was just some random happenstance. But my guess is that a lot of people have been fertile. So you're going to see the deaths go up and the amount of viable babies go down. Uh, and it's good. From the, the stats I've seen, it's it's not stopping, right? So we have what 10% more, 20% more unexplained deaths in the U.S. than normal, which is a huge number for our population. Yeah. Same thing's being seen in the U.K. So those uh, it takes. I mean, the grapevine is very interesting. I find that it works much better than the t- top-down TV kind of zapping people with propaganda like uh deathly propaganda so people do talk so when they get down they they start trying to put the pieces together so once that those pieces come together it's uh 
it's going to be huge social change. I mean, I think like tectonic shifts of like uh, massive things because you can't trust the government. You can't even you can't trust the medical fraternity, but you can't trust the watchers of the legal fraternity of the, of the police and law enforcement to police them. We've already right. seen them not do anything. And we've already seen Congress not do anything. So if these mass, mass deaths, what's the purpose of all those? If they can't protect you, what if the Department of Defense cannot protect you against a kill shot? What's Why are they getting $700 billion a year? Yeah. I could probably protect everybody in this country through a letter or an email with all the data for $5 billion. So why are we giving $700 billion for, or $100 billion to a country halfway around the world and people here, and it's not stopping, while people here are being murdered? Right. And these are these are where people are going to make those analyses. They're going to be like, well, what's the point? Why am I paying taxes? Why do I have this government? It's yeah. totally corrupt. It's totally corrupt. Well, that that could be the next thing happening. I mean, if if this a big awakening does happen, people are gonna are gonna ride against their own government, and I guess then maybe then that's where those five G towers start being turned on. Maybe then they put in the next phase of their plan. One thing that I found interesting and I, and it sounds pretty bad, but it's like the China didn't get the boosters. They didn't get MRNA either. I don't think so. They they got something else. So if Russia, Russia did not, Russia did not emulate our technology. Ah, I didn't know the Russia. So, so if, if we were to have our military just dying off, which could be happening as we speak, police, then that's an easy target for Russia or China to come in and take over. And, you know, that could be. Right. Who benefits from all this turmoil? It isn't the U.S. It's not our government. No. It's China, our adversary. China. Mm-hmm. It's really a brilliant plan, a great biological warfare where you don't have to actually fight. It's, I mean, what did Sun Tzu say? The best war <laughs> ever fought is the one that wasn't where you win without fighting. So this yeah. is like the greatest way. You can kill off the kids. You can go through the military and have a mandate and you have a puppet um, like Biden and his family, who it looks like they are being bought off with this $50,000 in rent from a direct Chinese source. You have a figurehead who doesn't defend the people. I mean, it's masterful. You have to really respect their way to play chess. They've outwitted the top, which isn't very hard. Biden and Kamala Harris are both dense. They've always been known to be dense. They're figureheads. They're not running the whole thing. Not at all. It's never been Kamala more Harris. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, my point is, is that in a kind of confrontational warfare, confrontational element, this is a brilliant way. Oh, you want me to, you know, send your things? Like, where were these shots manufactured? Are they manufactured in China? Because then they could just put in nanotechnology. If they're manufactured in the U.S. through the Department of Defense, that's a whole other story. But I mean, some people have made that argument that the enemies of the U.S. are the ones who are really benefiting. Yeah, the the Russians use something called Sputnik. So they used a standard vaccine approach, which was to just give people part of the COVID virus so that their antibodies okay. could grow. So they're, they're not dying off, as, as we know, anyway. Good point. Like, I haven't heard these things. I've seen these whole, the same stories that came out in 2020 about China like there's mass kill-offs and all these things happening, but those were never verified. And then the same thing happened today. They said the mor- the morgues are burning bodies by the dozens, but nobody can confirm that. So it's all just another form of 5G warfare. They're making warfare against the United States. 
through different through the internet. So it's very clever kind of next generation uh, warfare where they can, the psychological uh, aspect is the most important aspect. Yeah. Well, I'm rereading the um, Committee of 300 by Dr. John Coleman. And I read it a long time ago, but I'm rereading it. And it's and it's becoming more and more obvious of all the many years um, that they've been totally trying to destroy America, uh, taking out this and that with their guy and this agency or the Club of Rome or doing this and that. And eventually um, we're at this point now where we have a demoralized population, people that aren't smart, sharp thinking, and now they're able to put this in. So it really has been a perfect plan the whole time that, you know, they, that's why they're so confident. I think. I think so. I mean, they have a lot of things locked up, right? So Gates has his own um, media MSNBC where he can lie. And so, you have this uh, conglomerate, literal conglomerates, media conglomerates. They're not companies. They're huge uh, corporations that, can, you know, how many, how many corporations run the real media people watch it for? So, I mean, if you're into that, I mean, you probably just think that everything's normal. Like, this is normal. I watch, I go home, I watch Jeopardy, and then I watch uh, Batch the Rat or whatever. And so you're just seeing all the propaganda safe and effective. You're not seeing people injured, kids injured, no critical analysis, no alternate data, Fauci on there lying, uh, you know, all these other Gottlieb and all these other monsters on there lying to you. You just, you think it's normal and you still accept uh, when, when it ends and the ads are on, it says brought to you by Pfizer. That's just it. So that's like the true dystopia. Like, that's like the most potent dystopia ever. Worse than anything written by uh, Orwell or Huxley, yes. which is they never come, they don't realize they're in a dystopia, right? So even like uh, the, the lead character in uh, 1984 knows he's in a dystopia, right? Like he's self-aware because he's yeah. monitoring it. But imagine the people who aren't aware. Right. I, I mean, I have family members who aren't aware who watch TV and I just kind of stare at them like, yeah, they're, I look at them like, wow, you're in a, you're in a mental matrix. That's incredible. Yep. And they still like, so, you know, and they're, it's like far beyond gone. Like it's not worth it for me to kind of try to snap them out of it. It's just like, dude, this is so bad. Yeah. The, some people that you don't even know where to begin. No, I had a, I did a presentation uh, a week ago on chemtrails. I've been watching chemtrails since 1998 and just, you know, I've been researching and I did a, re a presentation and someone commented on one of my channels uh, that, you know, well, what, what do we do? Or, you know, in other words, you know, that's great, but now what do we do? And, and I responded back basically that we're in a war, but we didn't know we are in a war. And so we're waking up in the middle of a war and that's, that's the reality of things. It's like, yeah, I, I wish I had better answers and I, and I wish I could leave the audience on this show with um, a better message and we'll try, but like, we are in the middle of a war and that's the thing. And most people have no idea because they just come home from work and watch TV and get in that um, idle state in that, that uh, placid mode where they just, they it's comfortable and, and it's the same as it always ever was to them. So, you know, it's like a pat you're in a passive kind of state to be programmed. They call it TV programming. Yeah. So it has no dual meaning. Yeah. So they're just zapping you to blink rates, the whole bit. You're comfortable. You can have something to eat. Calm yourself. I mean, yeah. it definitely is an open kind of an opiate. These TVs and what people, some people do. Like I don't even watch TV anymore. So 
I'm no. totally detached from TV watchers. I they I know people who TV watch who look at me like I am literally going home and putting a tinfoil hat on <laughs> and like you know smoking uh you know soap or something like man he's just so strange I don't, I don't even understand what he's saying like well, my books are like very bizarre to them they can't take my books and spit them into a receptor in their brain right because right. that receptor so to them it's just a very strange like i'm off in a kind of fantasia fantasy land they don't understand the words new world order and they think 9-11 all was done by 19 terrorists so to them, to see me write about that, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, they literally cannot grasp it. It's a very strange psychological state to watch. And, to, and it, it is like a warfare. Like, you've seen, you see the person who's already lost the, the mind war. Like, the mind war, that person is lost, that person is won. So, like, I actually kind of do that, not, not maybe at the front of my mind, but I can tell by meeting people who has who's passed through kind of like the, uh, or looked behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz or something like that. You know, some people haven't, they just never will. Yeah. They, they, I don't think they were meant to wake up. It seems some people, I, I don't know. I, I think that, um, there's, what was I going to say? I, I, I think that there's certain ways to wake people up that you have to be real subtle and I'm not the best at it because I'm so deep down the rabbit hole like you that it's hard for me to fit back into that little space to go talk to them about these little baby steps. So that's what they need though, is baby steps. And maybe, maybe they can, but they're too invested in this world. They're too invested in the, the way things are and they, all the institutions of society to them are seemingly innocent. They don't, they could never imagine that the de department of defense would put out a kill shot to this many people. It doesn't, it, it doesn't um, trans, it doesn't exist in their brain capacity. Yeah. 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 In some ways, you can't blame them. Like you, uh, it's hard to assess the malevolence of some of these people. Like 9/11 is that's the tough part about understanding 9/11 was an inside job is that somebody would be that malevolent towards their own citizens to do that. Like that's like the next step. Like, wow, that person has to be evil. And this is probably the same thing happened in Nazi Germany or some of these other wars. Like they didn't. It took them a while to figure out how evil the Nazis were. Like, you kind of get that feeling. Like, now it's easy. Like, okay, I understand. But you can see that kind of like, oh, they're pushing. Oh, they're going to invade France. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they didn't realize how bad it got. And then it's like they're engaged in just mass murder. And then people went, oh, yeah, they're evil. So I think it's almost like the same thing is happening with this whole kill shot situation. Is people thought they were mm -hmm. operating in their best interest. Oh, they're telling me the truth. Oh, it's safe and effective. Oh, they're working for me. Oh, this is great. I'm going to be safe. And then you realize nothing's further. That's the complete opposite is what happened. And that's it. So they rely upon the, the good nature of the individual to like trust people. And then they yeah. just abused it. Like they treated it like toilet paper. All of them. They're all guilty. Walensky, Gottlieb, Fauci, Gates, uh, Redfield. I mean, it's just all, they all were in on it for the greed and they, now they're hurting kids. So they're like the worst of the worst people. They're child killers yeah. and they know what they're doing. They know that these shots are not safe. That's the whole thing is like, they couldn't, they could have gone with just saline shots. Like that would even be less, more nice. Like, okay. The kids you mean? These... No, just, just the people who came up with the, the kill shot. 
Oh. They could have just put saline in it and sold it for billions of dollars or just some kind of advanced substance, yeah. even though we know it doesn't, you know, prevent transmission. It doesn't prevent getting it. I know people have taken the shots and gotten sick, so it obviously doesn't really work. No. But they could have just put something in that doesn't harm anybody, right? Just like a salt, salt substance. Yeah. So that's the real malevolence is that they know they're putting something in there that hurts the human body. And there's studies that show that the spike protein or spike proteins like that do cause injury, you know? Mm -hmm. So they knew before 2019, like some of these oh, studies yeah. go back. Yeah. yeah, they do. Definitely. Well, so are you going to continue your bioweapon blues? I, I assume you're just going to keep on putting it out, huh? I think yeah. so. I think it's really just a bear. I think for me, it's a matter of historical importance to try to get the recordings in time what people said in time yeah. so that maybe somebody can like I'm operating off of all these other great researchers. Like I try to mention all their names, but like McCullough, Naomi Wolf, Charlie Robinson. So I'm trying to do kind of a part like there's maybe something a little different where I'm trying to assess and put together these stories so that you can have a time marker. So I think that it's not because of, I think this is such an important historical event I don't anticipate ever really stopping as long as I'm alive. Like I think I could probably do a hundred episodes eventually because <laughs> yeah, there's so many books will. and so much information. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I've got already, I have 29, uh, 29 and 30 ready to roll and I've got other medical do uh, documents I'd like to read. So um, yeah, but stop the shots. Hashtag stop the shots. Stop <laughs> them right away. And give I mean, people ivermectin, give them ox uh, hydroxychloroquine. Vitamin D, vitamin C, chicken soup. Get sick. Actually, that's what I tell people now. Get go get COVID and beat it, and do the right things that you do to it: rest, sleep, vitamins, yeah. and then you will have natural immunity. Like I got sick with something twice. I don't wear a mask anymore. I'm not afraid of anything. Like I do not walk around in fear. No. Like it's done. Yeah. Like I'm glad I got sick. Like. I was just in, for me. I don't know what it was. I don't even. I don't believe in the PCR test anymore, or I used to. But whatever I had, I beat it, and so now I walk around fairly free and pretty happy. Like I feel, I feel all right. Yeah. So good. and I took ivermectin too. I took ivermectin twice. So whatever it was, I mean, I might. I would just suggest people take ivermectin. One of the interesting things, the facts that I saw, uh, global facts, assuming the stats are right. But like the countries in, in Africa who are already on ivermectin had the lowest death rates from whatever was COVID. And then you see the U.S., which was just an atrocity. Like they've had like 10 times more deaths than Nigeria. So like the U.S. just bungled its response through corruption and flat out evil. Yes, it's it probably did. due to because these other people were taking ivermectin, which is totally 500 million prescriptions have been written. And it's they cheap. It is cheap. cheap. Yeah. Well, um, I should probably start wrapping this up. Um, so, I I mean, I'd I like to leave the audience with something positive. I we might just be in those times where it's just going to happen. I mean, I even met an awake um, preacher that told me that this is written that a quarter of the population is going to die off in Revelation. So, you know, we might just be in those times, and we kind of have to accept it as well. But um, I suppose if there's any good uh, positive kind of thing you could leave with the audience, um, I don't know if you have some 
some words on that, but there are ways to avoid illness. There are good traditional ways. These drugs that I was talking about, mm-hmm. um, if you're in good health is also a good thing. So you don't have to fear the standard virus uh, or cold and stop living in fear and stop and kill your television. My positive thing is kill your television. Yes. Find other ways, listen to podcasts, find somebody you trust. There are good people out there. Uh, listen to podcasts, listen, uh, do your own searching, be the active participant. The TV is passive. You're allowing yourself to be passive, which is never good in any circumstance in life. So being active and proactive and finding information, go out and find trusted people. There's so many people who are working in the public's best interest that you can get good information from. Peter McCullough, the FLCCC, Michael Yeadon, Reed Sheptoff. Read their stuff and then it'll you'll know and then all the scales will fall from your eyes and you'll realize how bad we've been lied to. And so that's really the first step. So the people, like I went from being kind of on the fence, like I'll never go back. I'll never be pro-vaccine. Yeah. I'll never be pro-CDC, NIH, Fauci, once I learned the truth. So my the good thing is to know the truth, because the truth truly, like the Bible says, it will set you free. It will, yes, yes. And maybe maybe sometime you, you can all, get all this footage you have of all these uh, bioweapon blues and make another film. That might be, you know, yeah. That's kind of the way it works. I usually do like a really heavy research jag on something and then a book or a a documentary pops up. So you never know. Yeah. Well, William, I appreciate you coming on. WilliamRamsey.com, is that right? It's WilliamRamseyInvestigates.com. You can also see my bioweapon blues at William Mm -hmm. Ramsey Investigates on iTunes. And if you like my stuff, please give me a five-star review. It helps. And if you feel like my stuff is good, please uh, share it on your social media, too, because I would like more people to look into that just so people understand how bad it is. I don't think uh, a lot of people are doing that. And then you can buy my books on Amazon. I have five books on Amazon. You can also buy them through my website. If you want signed copies, William Ramsey Investigates. And then my five documentaries are on Vimeo. All right. Great. Well, you're always welcome on this platform again, Ram- oh, William. It's uh, you, your wealth of information, and I uh, appreciate you coming on and sharing. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah, for having us. you're welcome. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.